Welcome back to Hard Facts with Sandra Ezekwisli. I'm Sandra Ezekwisli, Lagos. You're still listening to Hard Facts. Will the Senate join the House of Reps to pass Tinubu's supplementary budget amendment? I broke the story to you during the Big Three. The Green Chamber has approved President Tinubu's request to redirect 500 billion naira from the supplementary budget to cushion the effects of fuel subsidy removal. The House went through first, second and third readings on this request between yesterday and today. And joining me to talk about this request, the quick approval, the rest of the process, is the Senior Program Executive at Order Paper. Tamidaya Taiwo Siddiq, welcome to Eyes and Nays on Hard Facts. Thank you, Sandra. Um, good evening, Lagos. Mm, Lagos, on eyes and nays, we talk only about our legislative chambers. We talk about how the laws are being debated at the state and national assemblies. We also take a look at how these chambers are performing their oversight duties of the executive or on the executive. And one of such oversight duties was this request from the executive that the House of Reps has looked at and said, OK, OK, goody, good. I, the eyes have it. Tamidayo, walk us through the nature of this request. At the end of last year, the National Assembly passed a, supplement, a supplementary budget of 800 billion era, I think, thereabouts. Um, Tinubu has now requested that they direct 500 billion from that money to these uh, post-subsidy mitigation programs. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, I can. I can hear you. But um, okay. the country has been operating with this supplementary budget for about half a year. Hasn't that money been used up already? Okay. Um, it's important to put into context that, yeah, apart from the um, initial budget that was passed for year 2022, the appropriation act, um, the supplementary budget was to cater for um, other things that the then president um, must put that into context. Um, former president Muhammad Buhari um, sent to the National Assembly, and so um, that money was uh, the National Assembly sat down to extend the implementation of the uh, 2022 budget to the end of um, March, and then um, much later with the coming on board of. Uh, President Tinubu, what you now have is um, that the fact that this uh, supplementary budget is still left and it's one nine point five four billion naira. So knowing that that money is still there, what he, President Barry got was an approval to uh, spend that amount of money because that's what is expected. You don't just spend money without seeking the approval of parliament so um he got the approval to spend so amount of money and he told them what he was going to use the money for it has to be laid out in the appropriation process so now that we have a new president he is saying now to the national assembly from that 819.54 billion naira which the previous president sought your approval i want authorization to spend 500 billion naira out of it for palliatives to cushion the effect of first subsidy so um the 500 billion naira is um from that it's one nine five four billion naira so um it's important to also state that the reason why this is is um necessary is that you cannot do anything in 
um, the act or any law in Nigeria, you can't even correct a comma or a full stop without the National Assembly. That's a very grievous, uh, it's a very grave offense for you to do that because mm. National Assembly is um, saddled by the constitution with the powers to make laws and amend them. And our budgets are also laws. So in this case, what has happened is that even though the um, National Assembly had given approval for that supplementary budget, now that the president, the new president, decides to use the money for something else, it was important to approach the National Assembly, stating clearly the reason we want to use the money for, and then they amended. So what has happened now is an amendment um, of that um supplementary appropriation act mm. now what happens to the other projects or functions that the 500 billionaire was initially earmarked for in the supplementary budget um i think that is at the discretion of the president why is the national assembly's um, duty to approve this um the budgetary expenditure or spendings of federal government it's also important to know that the executive is uh, left uh, with the implementation of them uh, of the this um, expenditure so i think that the uh, national assembly both the senate um, which i believe will just concur what else or rest have done today uh, are perhaps satisfied that um, this is a more pressing challenge especially when you look look at the fact that um, when both presiding officers talking about the Speaker of the House of Representatives, mm -hmm. as well as the President of the Senate when they were inaugurated, if you read their inaugural speech, um, one of the things they talked about was looking forward to working with the executive on, on um, helping to cushion the effect of the hardship that um, the removal of West subsidy as announced by the President um, was meting out on Nigerians. So um, I think that um, that makes them satisfied that the president is in good, um, he has a good judgment of of um, what that money in the budget should be used for. Mm. Now we jumped right into this matter, but before we go further, please explain what a supplementary budget is. Okay, um, it's important to make reference to um, the Nigerian Constitution, sections um, 80, 81, 82, uh, I mean, um, up to 83, it talks about the powers uh, and control over public funds. And this is what we dub as the power of the post uh, as a function of the National Assembly. Again, let's not forget that the National Assembly, like we always say on this show, has three core duties, lawmaking, which is, um, of course, bills. And then there's oversight, which has to do with um, committees um, supervising the work of the executive. And then there is the representation, which has to do with motions, petitions, and constituency projects. So under the part of oversight is the power of the post. The executive cannot spend monies without first approaching the executive, uh, the legislature, which is the National Assembly. Um, and the idea is to ensure that one is a check on the other. And so one of the things that constitutes spending of monies um, by the executive annually is what is known as the budget. Budget is the um, loose term for it, is the common balance for it. But the actual name is Appropriation Law, Appropriation mm. Act. Mm. And just like every um, law in Nigeria has to first go through a bill stage, so also 
the um, appropriation act has to go through the process of what is called appropriation bill president presents it to the national assembly the national assembly looks at the request they decides to either increase it remove or add to it as the case may be mm. and then the president goes ahead to along with his cabinet and the entire executive to start spending for the year in the course of the year if there's any reason you feel as the executive or the president that money is not going to be enough for you um this has been approved you still want more you cannot dip your hand into the post the, the federation post and just start spending money oh the money was not enough you still have to do what is known as the supplementary supplementary from the word means uh, a supplement you are adding to um what has been done is to complement what has been previously approved for you i really hope that i've been able to use the most uh, common um, examples to, to, <laughs> to, to explain it okay now um I was very stunned by how very quickly the House of Reps approved um, this change. Did they have specifics about how the president plans on spending this 500 billion naira? Okay, um, I think that earlier today, the um, the leadership of the House of Reps mm-hmm. um, where the press center of the National Assembly, the media center, to uh, provide some form of clarity. Uh, we are still um, on that. But one of the um, clear things that we got out of that briefing that they gave is that um, from the 2022 Supplementary Appropriation Act, um, agriculture is to take $69 billion, works $704 uh, billion, and then um, FCTA, $30 billion, water resources, $15.5 billion. These were the um, things that were approved um, in 2022. And so right now that the president is um, <clears throat> deciding to take 500 billion naira for palliatives it's really not clear um at, at this point i mean i'm sure that the subsequent um, outing on this show will be able to get the details but right now we don't have the full details of how the 500 billion naira for uh, palliatives um, will be spent and it's important to say that uh for because of the word you used at the beginning that it was somewhat surprising the speed mm. at which um, it was passed i think i should um sandra i think i should read what um, the minority leader said in parliament today um just before um they passed that it, it will help you to understand um why this is some why it has to take that kind of speed okay so i'm really um honorable um, Kingsley Chinda, mm-hmm. uh, a statement in Parliament today, and he says um, the proper yardstick to measure governance is whether a leader is responsive to the yearning of the people. The bill on the floor today before us will be passed with a speed of light because <laughs> of its importance. Okay. <laughs> because of its importance, we appreciate the president for responding promptly. The concern of Nigerians is to see palliatives that will allow us breathe and not the type of palliatives that will suffocate Nigerians. <laughs> we want to see a reduction in the electricity tariff. Okay, so uh, away from um, let the poor breathe, um, it's your duty. Um, <laughs> an NMPP member, um, Honorable Ali Madaki, said today in Parliament, he says, Mr. Speaker, Honorable colleagues, you know, last week I moved a motion urging Mr. President to grant palliatives to Nigerians. 
And because he's responsive, he's a responsive and listening president, today he has done the needful by sending in this bill. What Mr. President did is to follow our constitution. Hmm. So, Sandra, I read two opposition members, one from the PDP, one uh, from the NMPP. I'm just using this to explain to Lagosians that mm-hmm. perhaps maybe it's the opposition that should be worried about the speed and all of that. But you can see clearly um, Nigerians are um, almost suffocating. A lot of people are still going through. We keep we see people banding around on Twitter every now and then. Uh, the number of uh, millions of liters of, of fuel that has reduced. And the argument keeps coming up. Did this um, fuel consumption, did it reduce because of stealing, as, as we are being made to understand from the past, or even in case of Nigerians actually um, um, going under um, severe hardship. And so some people have had to park their cars and um, walk with the motorbikes or bike or car and, and all of that. So um, when you look at it from this context, I think it's clear that there is a unanimous, it's a consensus uh, unanimous decision among both opposition and um, members of the majority party in the National Assembly that Nigerians need to be savage, palliatives need to come in. So I think that those who will get um, benefit from the palliative can start the palliative dance now. Now, um, <laughs> that's the interesting thing because we've been talking about this um, on Nigeria Info since yesterday and the people are not dancing. If anything, the people are very angry. Um, and um, that's because we've seen uh, this. We've been here in, in this particular place numerous times. Uh, we've seen money be uh, budgeted for something and it doesn't get to the people it's supposed to get to. We've seen uh, items that have been labeled actual palliatives end up in stores instead of in the cooking pots of people that it was supposed to help. Um, and so instead of a dance, the people are are very, very outraged um, by this new move, um, by this administration. But uh, away from that, and perhaps you're going to speak on that a bit later, we've also witnessed budget defenses before. We know how long it takes for a ministry to defend how it is planning to spend the money it gets. And usually that's for existing line items that are in every budget. But these subsidy mitigants, they are going to be a brand new line item. They're going to be brand new line items. Doesn't the National Assembly Oh, Nigerians, a longer process of scrutinizing the plans of the presidency here. I understand the need for urgency. And of course, you're not a spokesperson for the National Assembly. (laughs) But shouldn't the ministries who are going to oversee these programs perhaps have appeared before the Green Chamber to defend their plan, to tell us, okay, this is what we plan to use this money and do. Instead of a blanket, give us this money, and then, all right, here's a check, all right, goodbye. Um, I think that that's the ideal. Um, The devil is in the details. Um, I think that's a common saying. But I want to believe that um, we may need to leave some room. Um, and don't get me right, Sandra, we're both journalists. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I I think that what you are doing is very right. In fact, Nigerians should should be thankful that you are doing this um, duty. Uh, it's your constitutional duty. But I mean, these are the kind of questions that we should be asking. Um, but I would want to say that maybe we need to give these people some sense of a uh, uh, benefit of doubt um, because the new assembly. Because like you said, under the Buhari administration, it was really. Um, um, issuing summons or threat of arrest if you don't appear before that was like the um the second national anthem that we had at that time but um giving the which is why the emergence the way the um the way the the presiding officers of national assembly the leadership of national assembly emerges also it does um contribute to how the national assembly is perceived so um my benefit of doubt for uh, upon this national assembly is to the extent that maybe because they are new um, and they want to live up to um, the many talks about them not being a rubber stamp. That thing that went night national assembly, you can't talk about it without people being divided. Is it a rubber stamp? Is it not a rubber stamp? I think that they would take this oversight um, part of their responsibility uh, more more seriously. And then there is the um, fact that uh, for, for um, at least after eight years, we're having a president who has no dealing whatsoever with the military, um, is largely um, somebody who has even been in the National Assembly. We can even stretch it to say that this is the first time in Nigeria where uh, at least six members of uh, the president's um, key key um, um, men um, and women around him are from the National Assembly. Vice President is the president, was a senator. The um, first lady was a senator. The secretary to government was a senator. The chief of staff, deputy chief of staff, senator, the cha party chairman, deputy party secretary. I mean, these people have a legislative background. All of this, I believe, will make them take the institution of parliament more seriously. But the parliament does not exist at the mercy of the president, which is why we are using this medium to call on uh, National Assembly. We are calling on you because we're not going to let them relax. We are going to come on this show, on every fora, that every forum that we have the opportunity to do so, to ensure that they do what is right. And doing what is right is performing your constitutional duty of holding these people to account on every expenditure. Um, the name Shopee for anybody who is above 20 is not um, something that's um, subsidy, reinvestment, uh, uh, and program. This was the same, similar thing. Those are some form of palliatives, and which is why I said the questions you are asking are actually the right questions. So how do we ensure that these um, palliatives do not end up in party men and party women's houses? And we can't even <laughs> forget... Um, so soon, the 2020 episode of how palliatives ended up as um, birthday uh, souvenirs for uh, uh, for Nigerians who believe or are tied to the apron string of, of certain politicians. And so those are episodes that we will not forget in a hurry. So it's an opportunity for the National Assembly to, um, I'm really trying not to use the cliche, write their name in gold, but it's an opportunity for them to, <laughs> <laughs> an opportunity for them to prove their, their mental, prove their worth that we are 
not a rubber stamp. This is not a continuation of the Buhari administration. Hmm. Uh, we we have a break coming up, but I want you to think about something for me, um, uh, um, Temi Dayo. When President was Jonathan, I say President, when Jonathan was President, and um, he tried to remove subsidy in 2012, he eventually rolled out the Sherpy program um, to cushion the effects. I, I remembered it because you just brought up Sherpy. And the details of Sharpie were everywhere in the public eye. His government presented the plans to the public before taking it to the National Assembly. So when the National Assembly was passing the appropriations for Sharpie, we knew exactly what to expect. Why have, and again, you're not a spokesperson for the government, but why have the Tinubu administration and the 10th House of Reps done this subsidy, this particular subsidy uh, uh, mitigation business? Why have they chosen to do it differently? So just something for you to think about. We, we, we're off on a break. When we come back from this break, Lagos, we'll hear what uh, Temidayo thinks about that. Lagos, if you just tuned in, Temidayo Taiwo Sidik is a senior executive at Order Paper. And uh, Order Paper, of course, is um, an organization set up really to Pay attention to what happens at the National Assembly. I am Sandra Ezekwesli. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 99.3 Nigeria Info, your number one station for talk. Let's talk. This is Isa Nays on Hard Facts. I am Sandra Ezekwesli, Lagos. Will the Senate join the reps to pass Tinubu's supplementary budget amendment? My guest on today's show says he thinks that they will. Uh, I've got the uh, I've got a uh, senior program executive at Order Paper, Temi Dayo Taiwo Sidik, and uh, Order Paper is Nigeria's foremost independent parliamentary monitoring organization and policy think tank um, that bridges the gap between the people and parliament. They are on social media as order paper, all social media, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, order paper. And Temidaya says he thinks the Senate will uh, toe the line that um, the National Assembly has. And he says that um, he believes the reason they've done this as quickly as it has happened is because well, Nigerians need these palliatives and need these palliatives yesterday. It's really urgent uh, at the moment. And so um, the leaders that have been elected to represent Nigerians are looking for the quickest ways to make money available so that the suffering that has been brought on upon Nigerians because of the removal of subsidy can be alleviated one way or the other. However, before the break, I asked Temi Dayo um, about something that happened when Jonathan was president. When Jonathan tried to remove subsidy in 2012, he rolled out the Shaw P program to cushion the effect. And the details of Shaw P were everywhere. Everybody fits Sia in the public eye. His government presented the plans to the public before taking it to the National Assembly. So when the Assembly was passing appropriation for Shaw P, the public knew exactly what to expect. Tinubu's administration hasn't done that. And my question is why? The 10th House of Reps have not done what their predecessors did 
And my question is why? Why have the Tinubu administration and the 10th House of Reps done this particular uh, subsidy mitigation differently? Temidayo. Again, let me say Temidayo is not a spokesperson for the government or for the National Assembly. But Temidayo, share your thoughts with me. Okay. Um, just before I answer the question, I, I want to say that um, uh, for the breakdown um, that the talking about the 819 billion naira supplementary budget. Uh, so what we have is that 500 billion. It doesn't change the fact that 500 billion is just listed there as first subsidy palliative. And then the other um, amount of money, the, the reminder, uh, 165.2 billion naira for Ministry of Works, 19.2 billion naira for Agriculture, 100 million naira for Ministry of Water Resources, 35 billion naira for National Judicial Council, uh, uh, Federal Capital Territory Authority, to get 10 billion naira, and then 70 billion naira marked for the National Assembly. That's uh, the supplementary budget. I I, I thought to um, include that. Maybe you may you may need that info uh, after now. So it doesn't change the fact that 500 billion naira for subsidy. There's no breakdown. And, and to answer the question about why hasn't the Tinubu administration um, done this? So it's more of a political question than um, a parliamentary question. And for me, I think that is really, really riding on the goodwill that he has gotten so far um, after a very controversial and divided uh, um, elections, election where people have divided opinions. Somehow it appears that Nigerians have been able to um, calm their nerves and say, okay, despite the fact that, um, because we mustn't forget, 13 million um, Nigerians voted against the APC and its policies um, as carried out under the Buhari administration why the uh, APC had 8 million votes. So majority of Nigerians who voted at the last election voted against the party in, in power now. And so um, it's just a surprise that Nigerians decided to relax their nerves and say, okay, let's wait for the court, and which really is the right thing to do. So with every decision that the president has taken so far since May 29, somehow um, he has been able to restore confidence of business community and um, a large portion of Nigerians, except for the first subsidy thing that he is uh, biting hard on the ordinary Nigerian. So my point is this, um, it's really using the goodwill that he's gotten so far and it keeps um, um, stretching it because I really want to think that if uh, what happened on that Jonathan time where the country was almost brought down to his knees, and we must not also forget that the APC were part of that um, that protest that took place um, over the shore, uh, over the subsidy issue. You would see that it's a different case now. Everything is sort of lumped up together, vague. Um, nobody's giving breakdown. And so um, there's no better way to explain it that it's riding on goodwill. For Jonathan, uh, even though as of 2012, when the subsidy issue came up, and he had been president for like um, two years before then, uh, completing the tenure of uh, President Musayah Adwa of blessed memory, as well as um, he was just reelected for a first term. And then again, we also, some people will say you can also remove the fact that um, this president is one from a majority um, ethnic group. It doesn't. It's not an ethnic issue, but um, dynamics of Nigerian politics is in is has a lot to do with these things. So, I think that that's the reason why it's not um, is is having space to um, 
I mean, uh, put the cart before the horse. Hmm. So um, I want to say that we really, really hope that the president um, is very, very sensitive to um, these issues. It's not just to ride on the goodwill because uh, you can't really tell when Nigerians really boil over. All right. Uh, Lagos, join the conversation. 0700-993-993-993-01465-7190. Oh, Lumide says, um, giving people money is a waste of time and resources, not to mention that opportunities are rife for misappropriation. The only intervention, in my opinion, that makes sense is a hybrid subsidy. I propose a subsidy on petrol used only for mass transportation of people, buses, care, care, motor cycles no taxis this subsidy can be around 150 to 200 naira lower than uh, it can be around 150 to 200 naira lower than market price per liter have selected petrol stations nationwide to sell only to these class of vehicles and nothing else these stations receive a rebate for the fuel they sell that is more effective and easier to monitor to prevent our usual shenanigans Olumide, thank you very much for your message Olumide is in lecky uh Hello. 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 Thanks for calling. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? Hello. Uh, Unfortunately, your line is not very clear. You're going to have to try and give us a call back. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call us back if you can. Auntie Sandra, palliative. In which way? Sharing money? Well, we don't know the details yet. We're going to wait until we get those details. That's what I was just talking about with Temidaya right now. Uh... Okay. During Buhari's time, one guy from Kaduna State told me that they asked them to sign form that indicated 20,000 and gave them 15,000. Each of them uh, got palliative then. Same will still continue. Nigeria needs infrastructure, not this. Truly, Tinubu has continued from Buhari. Uh, we have this message here from Emmanuel in Shangote. Emmanuel says, Nigeria, my country, everywhere scamming. I remember the incoming president promise Nigerians that they're going to fix things because we have borrowed too much. So therefore, subsidy is gone. Now my question is, why do they want to start again like Buhari? Uh, 99.3, hello. Hello, good afternoon. Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is Emmanuel. Emmanuel, welcome. I, okay, thank you. This morning, I think, uh, during program of uh, Disu, Jimmy Disu and... Uh, the other guy, um, Sheriff, you mean this would say that the 500 billion dollars to be taken out of the 800 million dollars? No. Approved for Buhari? No. That is what he said this morning. Okay. But I'm not surprised that they, I mean, I'm hearing that it's going for 500 billion loan again. So I can say there's a, I mean, a bit of uh, contradiction. I don't know which one is true. Because that's what I had this morning. So the, the, the loan that uh, we're getting from World Bank, so there's a loan that we're getting from World Bank for... Okay. Yes, that one is different. Then there's a okay. supplementary budget of $800 billion. Is that what you heard Jimmy DC talk about? Supplementary budget this from moment. last year. There's a supplementary no, budget I, from last year that was for Buhari for $800 billion. Is that what you're talking about? Okay, maybe it may be so. Anyway, mm-hmm. for me, there's nothing bad in that uh, priority board. My problem is that that uh, cash transfer is what I don't want. I think I would have advised the federal government to secure gas-powered buses for transportation. 
because that's 8,000 naira to me, I don't really support. And then, uh, Sandra, yes. there's something please I want you to know, take notice of. This afternoon, 4 to 5, I think some people, about two of them, called. One sent message that uh, they got so bad to shoot their own like bureau. Please, make sure that uh, you, I mean, be in control. You have been trying, but try it, I mean, a bit more. Thank you very much. What? Who said what? What is this person talking about? Okay. We've got a message here um, from uh, God's Will in Abulegba. God's Will says, Sandra, this money is for party members and supporters. God's Will. Again, we don't have proof of that. Then this one says, uh, can you imagine, Sandra? Um, Okay, no, that's a message from earlier today. So not not about what we're talking about at the moment. 99.3? Hello. Hi, how are you? Good evening. It's Akmo from Asian City of Bradway. Welcome. Talk to me. I've been going through with the program and I want to appreciate your effort and the man in the house. Okay. Uh, please, one thing I want to chip in is this. Palliative or no palliative, how long is it going to ask? How long is it going to last? I would have thought maybe they channel this money to some of our refineries. By the time you put the refineries into order, I think people will benefit from that. You give palliatives to somebody today, after a week, you would have spent the money. What happened to the subsequent months and years? So I, ple- I think uh, he has good attention, but I think it's better he channel those uh, whatever to one of our refineries. Put them to function so, so that people will benefit from it generally. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Now, of course, um, I, I will say, of course, that we spent billions on the refinery. We spent 500 billion here, 600 billion there on these refineries. They've been taking that money for years, even before President Tinubu became president. You know, we've been spending all of that money um, for years. And so far, um, it has not yielded the results that we want it to yield. So should we keep saying, oh, you know, let's give, uh, what's the word I'm looking for now? Should we keep saying, oh, let's, you know, um, uh, um, spend this money on the refineries instead when we've done this over and over and over and the results are still the same? Now, let me come back to Temi Dio for a bit. Uh, do we have any uh, other information to share, Kemi? Um, we have, w- w- what information do we have? Okay, we're going to do that later on. But yes, uh, Temidayo, Kingsley Chinda was talking about passing um, this amendment at the speed of light. But the bill doesn't contain a reduction in the electricity tariff, which he's also asking for. So how come the opposition was so quick to agree to this amendment when it doesn't even contain the provisions they want? Like I said before, um, I think that what the National Assembly has done today um, through the House of Representatives, we still await the Senate, is that um, they've left this largely at the discretion of the president. I want to say that um, yesterday during plenary, um, one of the lawmakers, I I think from the South, um, did complain about how biting hardship was uh, is on Nigerians. And he said, Nigerians need palliatives now. And one of his arguments was that the best way you can invest um, in palliatives is to invest in mass, um, urban mass transit, urban mass transit, that transportation is a lot of, it's one major area where people's um, income go into. So um, that's already showed the handwriting on the wall that 
these people are leaving the um, spending all this money on the uh, at the discretion of the president. So I think that um, that really explains why this didn't face any form of opposition. And so I also forget what I said. I know it might be early. Um, this is not an I told you so moment. But um, remember what I said um, last week and then um, when the um, lawmaker just emerged as a um, speaker, I said, with the way they emerged, in the house is likely where you are going to see such vibrant um, arguments and opposition to um, things like this from government. Remember I said that, that yes. because you have a case where um, 353 out of 360 um, elected the leadership. So it does show that they want to do things together. They are going to reason alike. They are going to think alike. Yeah. So um, while this does not rule out the fact that you are going to have dissenting voices um, here and there, but I think that I look at the House of Reps from that light. Not to say that there will not be um, robust conversations, but I mean, you. I read two opposition um, lawmakers what they said and nobody's even okay let's even assume that um you are still going to leave this at the discussion of the president like you're asking what about somebody just standing up on the floor of the green chamber and say um we really would like the president to do this 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 that or why is at his discretion he's supposed to do this just ask questions for the sake of it um so uh i think that's that's where I want to leave it. That um, we'll wait to see what the Senate will do, and of course, maybe some of the um, some of the body the body language there will, will go a long way in influencing the president's action in this regard. Temidayota Osidik is a senior program executive at Order Paper. Temidayo, thank you very much for joining us as always on Eyes and Nays. Thank you very much. Lagos, we'll take a break. When we come back, it'll be time for the news at six. After the news at six, we'll bring you Step Down. And of course, on uh, Step Down today, uh, we'll talk about uh, a makeup artist who claims that she was scammed when she went to do someone's makeup in their house. And by the time she was done with that makeup, she realized that it was a bribe, a bride. Uh, however, the person invited her to come and do home service makeup charged her and, and therefore she charged this person uh, only for home service uh do you think she was scammed let's have that conversation from